Welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast. On this episode, we've got Josh Hackford. Josh is an elite personal trainer here at Box and Burn. He's from Sheffield, England, and we get into his training philosophies, how is his secret to success in the business, his best source of education, his quote he lives by, uh, all that sort of good stuff, and the best way he gets clients as well. So it's, it's very interesting if you're a personal trainer or you're in the fitness industry. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Here it is with Josh Hackford. Hello and welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. Before we get started, I want to tell you about this t-shirt I'm wearing. This is a Box and Burn t-shirt and these are available now online. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll be able to see this bright yellow t-shirt as well. I mean, no one else is wearing one. Kev's wearing the, Kev's wearing the cap. We got the uh, um, Kendrick uh, t-shirts up as well. Now. The Kendrick, Kendrick the Bulldog t-shirts up as well. So go to boxandburn.com and check out the t-shirts. So on today's episode, we've got a world-class personal trainer, Josh Hackford. Josh from Sheffield. He's been working in Box and Burn now for how long? Six months now. Six, six months, yeah. Six months now. Uh, and yeah, he's absolutely flying. So we've got Josh. We're going to talk about him and his background and his ideas about training and the fitness industry and where he thinks it's going to go. And like I said, when we've done the Josh P. Pollitt uh, podcast, every time a personal trainer gets promoted to the top uh, tier of a personal tr- personal trainers here in Box and Burn, we're going to get them on the podcast and do a little intro on them. So that's why he is here on here because he's been promoted. He's the top tier elite trainer. Alongside me to my left, we've got Glenn, Mr. Six Figure Ohms. Glenn, how's it going? Going good. How's it going, Josh? Good, mate. Good to have you on. Yeah, thank you. Alongside Josh, we've got Kevin Watson. Kev, what's happening, mate? Not too much, man. Uh, just... No, uh, soaking in my, my derby winnings from yesterday, so oh, happy shit, about that. Oh, yeah. Kentucky Derby yeah. yesterday. The Kentucky oh, Derby. Yeah. That, well, thanks for the tip, Kev. I, you, you won on the derby and you never Kev, told any yeah, of the boys. Yeah, collects all the cash and <laughs> shit to anybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I texted my bookie, aka my dad. He took care of it for me. <laughs> there you go. And I woke up a little bit richer this morning on my Venmo. So. How much did you win? Not much. I only I won about three hundred bucks. Put fifty to win on. Not much. Not much. Not much. No, three hundred dollars is a lot, mate. You bet yeah, fifty. Gamble. Yeah, it's gambling, California. On the Kentucky yeah. Derby, yeah. Oh, you can, yeah. Yeah, it's like the biggest gambling event of the year, right? Yes, yeah, the biggest oh, yeah. horse race in yeah. the world. Yeah. I never yeah. thought you could gamble in California. Or is it because it's in Kentucky? I'm not sure. It's on. You can you can place bets through a app or a online service, Twin Spires. Mm. or through a bookie as well yeah. <laughs> well I'm going to keep off that because <laughs> yeah. I'll get addicted yeah. start with some money. speaking of success in sports Josh is a Sheffield United fan yeah. I mean Sheffield United just got promoted in the English Football League yeah League One to the Championship and then speaking of promotion and relegation Tony's team Sunderland just got relegated from the Premier League and speaking of relegation my team Blackburn Rovers just got relegated from Championship was it today? That was, yeah, today. today. Y'all are speaking yeah. a different language. Because somebody explain this? <laughs> I have no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah, so yeah. mine against team shite, and Josh's is doing all right. Yeah, yeah, but we've gone up to, like, well, you've gone down to League One. We've gone down to League One. Yeah, we've gone, gone up. up to the championship, and you've gone down to the championship. Yeah. So we'll be playing you next season. Yeah. Interesting good, stuff. Good. So, Josh, Josh Hackford <laughs> from Sheffield. Josh, Kev's face. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you want to tell us a little bit about yourself from the channel, mate? Yeah, mate. Yeah. I'm, um, like I say, I've just been over here uh, a year now. Um, moved over with my wife. My wife got a job out here, so um, <laughs> I wasn't allowed to work to start with. Um, she's the genius. So. She's got to be on vacation for six months. Yeah, that's what it is. I chilled out for six months. But no, um, how it all started was back in Sheffield. Um, I play football I, I ain't got a boxing background I didn't have a boxing background so I play football all through my childhood got to a decent standard um, played at Sheffield Wednesday Academy um, 
And then after that, I, um, I tore my ACL twice. <laughs> Same knee. Yeah. Brutal. Um, so about to go pro, like YTS contracts, but um, it weren't meant to be. Um, they released me. So after that, I was kind of like in a bit of limbo. So, you know what I wanted to do? Thinking about it now, we should have got your wife on or you're not you. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh, brain, so Josh's wife, she's 26? Yeah, she's 26, yeah. And she's a brain doctor? She's a neuroscientist, like a doctor, yeah. And she's like one of the youngest ones around, right? Yeah, yeah. She, um, she's like the youngest in, the, in England. Like She was the youngest PhD student like to wow. get her PhD and stuff like that. So nice. yeah, she applied she's for a job at UCLA. Wow, um, that's amazing. That's a great place to work too. Yeah, she, I don't know how I'd handle that. Having a like, uh, well, I'm gonna be careful. <laughs> really small. I'm gonna be careful. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean like someone at that level. I just feel thick as fuck every day. Be fair though. Um, she's like, she's she's really like textbook smart, but yeah, yeah. common sense wise, it's not, not all there. No. <laughs> so I kind of can. I, I'm all right she's on that. Kill front. You, yeah. that. You, you better be careful. Come, coming from the guy who let his working visa expire, I don't know. What's <laughs> <laughs> seeing that? Uh, Josh is a smart bastard as well. You've got a degree, right? Yeah. Well, um, after like say when I, I told my cruise and stuff like that, I. I um, <laughs> I didn't know what I wanted to do, and um, do you know the film Jerry Maguire? Yeah, where show me the money, like sports right. agent. Like when I was doing my rehab, I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to train people. I'm not going to be able to train. I'm not be able to do this. So I kind of like decided that I know I'll I'll do law. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Nice. I went I, I went and did law for a year, um, but I thought like because I wanted to do like sports agency and stuff like that because. Uh, Abby, my wife's dad, uh, her dad, is a, he represented football players back in, in right. England. Oh, so nice. I thought, oh, I'll go and do that. Um, if you can what? do well in that, you're smashing it. Sports yeah, agency. but I, it, were, it weren't for me. I, were like, yeah. I, went, I did the year at law and um, I absolutely hated it. Yeah. Like, he, he, I, I take me off to lawyers and stuff like that. It's, it's a hard job, but like... I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. That's what most people say when they start to study. Yeah. Or you talk to anybody in law now and they're like, don't do it. Why? What are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. Why? And yeah. to be fair, I can't argue. So it's like, I'm not <laughs> well, very good at arguing. Well, well, to me, <laughs> like, <laughs> do, even though they get paid an absolute fortune, I think it would just be boring in our office all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, no. Compared to what we do now in, in a gym wearing your comfortable clothes yeah. all the time. Doing Sports agents are a little bit different, I guess. I mean, you, you get to go out and... Yeah, work with your clients a lot, and yeah, we just kind of like I just absolutely love Jeremy Maguire, so I thought, oh, I don't know, what, <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do, so like, oh yeah, <laughs> I'll go and do law. But uh, no, after that, I kind of like I twigged on that like, well, law's not for me, so um, I swapped over to a sports science degree because that's kind of obviously right. my passion and uh, sports, uh, exercise, fitness, everything like that. So yeah, I did three years of three years of sports science. How much science is in sports science? How much science is a lot? Is it, well, in terms of like nutrition, the physiology side, the anatomy, right. biomechanics, psychology, it's like we did all different modules and stuff like that. So it was, it was a lot of detail in it, but it, right. it was good. So one thing about Josh is he's not just smart with his degree and all that. Josh came here six months ago and never had a pair of boxing gloves on in his life. And now he's earning a really good living, or he was until his visa expired, but he's get, had to get that renewed teaching boxing to other people and you've done it the fastest that we've ever seen in our in our lives like from from having zero to be leading classes and earning a living teaching boxing i mean it was it was amazing where where do you think that come from 
I don't know. I just like, I think um, in terms of like my family and stuff like that, we're kind of like grafters. So it's like I just, we just work and work. So I like and I enjoyed it as soon as we got here. I, I've loved I've loved boxing like all my life and stuff like that. But I've never had the, like the inkling to kind of try it or do it or fight or anything like that. <laughs> um, but seems like such a fighter. <laughs> um, you are absolutely useless. I remember oh my God, a, a, a client a, when we first let him into classes. A client po- like let him in a little bit too soon. A client posted a picture, a video on the mitts, and we were like, "Oh no!" I'm Look basically, I'm basically high fiving her, aren't I? Like, oh, right hand, right hand, slice up here, like high five. So it was like, "Oh no!" But but then, like everyone, every one of us, you practice and you practice and you practice and. And now you've become very good at, at teaching boxing. And with you having your other side of, of fitness, your other side of uh, the training, the conditioning side, and with your degree and all that shit, that, that really helps as well. So I think you, now you've become one of the best well-rounded trainers around. Yeah, right? yeah. I've, like I say, I've worked hard since I've, I've come here. I've enjoyed every second of it, uh, learning a new new tool, new, new, um, new work. So it's like I've applied my sports science and my like training from back home when I was working as a strength and conditioning coach and use this as an, in the boxing in the boxing right. setting as well so it's, it's, it's it, good what, one thing we say in the academy is you don't have to have boxed to be a boxing instructor right and I think you're a, a prime example of that yeah definitely we, what, one thing that we qualify that with is we, you don't have to have been a boxer but you have to be able to understand it yeah right? you have to understand the fundamentals and I think coming from, like you said, coming from a sports background and studying sports and being around sports, once you had that chance to learn the fundamentals and then teach them, it's like, all right, I've got this. It's yeah. Like, uh, you know, you picked it up quick and then it's just a case of getting the experience. Well, I think even on teaching it then. Even yeah. on top of that, what he said, he's, he's a grafter. You know? Exactly. Think, yeah, you uh, want uh, it too, right? Yeah, so you're yeah, going to spend time getting better. You're going to spend time practicing yeah, that, yeah. you've done. Kev, do you know what grafter is? Yeah, you used to use it a few times. Just grind a grinder. Yeah, yeah. put the work yeah. in. Yeah, and, yeah. And, yeah. I thought that. It's just like Spanish, oh, Spanish I mean, otherwise I wouldn't have. But no. <laughs> I, I've heard you say it before. You got to put the graft in. I got. Yeah, yeah, you got to graft, for. and that's what Josh is. He's a grafter from Sheffield, which most of the people are. It's the, the steel, steel city. Yeah. Steel city. Yeah, that's where knives and forks and spoons yeah. were made. <laughs> I think one thing that's really cool about Josh uh, is, I mean, to kind of go off of like our new trainer development program that we've we've uh, implemented you know, in the last eight, eight months or so. Um, but you know, any other gym you go to, you, you really have, I mean, sure. Tenure plays a role in the development program, but you don't necessarily have to have been here for a year or two years to reach that elite level of the, uh, of, um, the tiers as far as the trainers go. Uh, and I know that's a downside and a, a, a drawback for a lot of people when they go to other gyms to try to work is, you know, so you gotta put in, you gotta work for a year and a half, two years to even, you know, get to, the elite level or even longer than that but here we've we've made it so dynamic i think i think friendly for the trainers but it's a foolproof system because clearly you know you've earned it you put the work in and learn the boxing six months but you have the education the background uh and the knowledge that you know any elite trainer at any other gym is going to have so yeah i think it's pretty cool i think you got the, the trainer won the trainer a month award as well after like three months four yeah. months was it something like that yeah uh, so i mean and we've got like 30 odd trainers here so i mean you're doing you're definitely doing something right so i've got some questions for you josh about uh, your success and about your training philosophies and all that well number one what is your training f- f- philosophy um training philosophy for me is basically keeping it simple like don't yeah. make anything like complicated more than it should be um like if i do a training program 
I basically work around the four fundamentals. So basically your bench, your squats, your deadlifts, and your overhead press. So you've got your four compound exercises. So basically they work everything. So it's like your bench, they work your chest, your shoulders. Um, you've got your squats, glutes, quads, everything like that. Your core working everything. And then basically base everything around that. So when I'm training clients and stuff like that, I'll make them do the bench. I'll make them do the squats just so that they've got that fundamentals. They've got that, that basic form and then progress from there. So yeah. Is that something they do in every single session or how do you break it up? I break program? it up. Basically, I might do, uh, well, if I'm doing a chest session with them, I'll do an upper body. So basically, if I'm doing a bench, so I might, that's their main movement. And mm-hmm. then after that, I might do a vertical pull, and then a vertical push. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, you've got your vertical pull in terms of your lat pull down, your, mm-hmm. your pull ups, mm-hmm. uh, vertical push, your, your overhead, mm-hmm. horizontal, your rows and stuff like that, and then um, your um, your core stuff at the end. So it's sure. basically just making everything all all yeah. round. I love that philosophy. Keep it simple, and that's kind of what I do when I'm teaching boxing. Keep it simple because there's so many different. Uh, ways to teach boxing and what we do at the academy we keep it break it down to the, the simplest the simplest way possible I've seen a trainer in here it was an outside trainer training someone who wanted to be a boxer this person had never had a, a fight before in their life and they were working on hooks to the bodies and pivot hooks and and, and all this shit and it made us think like this is why these boxers are not successful because they're trying to look at one of this fancy catch up a good hook to roll back and all this all this bullshit before they're getting the fundamentals down they can't even yeah. defend a jab yet yeah and this tra- <laughs> this, this trainer's doing all this fancy shit with them and I'm like wow and that kind of made us think oh I had a very successful amateur boxing career was through all I worked on was the fundamentals I never I never done anything yeah extraordinary I, I never done a, a catch I never done I never even done slips and all that. I was right. just the very basics working on the solid jab, the solid cross, the, the, the left hook, the left hook, the body, the f- footwork. And I think that's why, I mean, I've went off the subject a little bit here, but I, I think that's, but, but it comes down to work, work and simple work. And yep. so I think that's, that's a, a great philosophy. Well, when I see all you three working in the midst with people, it's like, you don't do anything fancy. It's like one, two, move. One two hook move, like yeah. just that's what you need to do, isn't right. it? Right, yeah. it's the same with strength and conditioning. Yeah, stick to the basics, and then it's how it's programmed. Yeah, and presented on. How I think a lot of that is, is styles too. You know, American versus maybe a British style. I feel like because the amateur program in, in in Britain is so different than what it is here. Yeah, it's very much the fundamentals, and then here it's kind of like we look for people with some athletic ability, and if they've got the you know if they've got the fighter attitude, and then we. Just kind of work with them on that. Yeah. So I think it's very much a style thing. Yeah, and 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 the, like I mean, this this trainer was trying to get them to throw these mad combos yeah. that I couldn't even do now. I was like, what the fuck? She's wants to, this this girl. It was a girl wants to be a boxer, and you're teaching it all wrong. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I love that. Keep, keep it simple, Josh. What would you say the best way, or the, or the the main way you get clients is? The main way. Um, so if any trainers out there are listening to this and they want to know how you get clients, how you're so busy, what what would you say that to? Basically, I'm not like, I can't do the, the call salesman. Like, yeah. I can't do that. Um, so basically, how I, how I do it is basically listen to the person. So like when you're in classes and stuff like that, get to know the name, get to know their family, get to know like what the dog's name, what the kids, when the kids' birthdays are and stuff like that, and build a relationship. Build relationship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, build a rapport with them. Um, I, I can't, I, I used to work at a gym in um, Sheffield. It was like a corporate gym. And basically, it was monthly targets. Like every month, you had to 
get so many clients, you had to make so much money. Uh, and I'd only just started training then, so I'd only just started as a personal trainer. Right. And I'm like... So it's, quite, it's numbers and quantity yeah, over quality. I, I couldn't, yeah, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't justify like me doing all this, and I, I basically don't know like a lot about training yet. Yeah. So like... I, I kind of just fell out with the, I, I left the hex. I, I couldn't, it's, it's couldn't do it. Um, so yeah, it's just basically I, I just build relationships with people. Just like yeah. say, like when, when someone, like when you, you, you talk to them and you, you call them by the name and stuff like that, if someone yeah. says it to me, you absolutely buzz off it. It's right. like, you're just building relationships. Um, <laughs> There's nothing worse when someone knows your name and you don't know their name. Yeah. Uh, I, that, yeah. <laughs> I just call them mate. All right, mate. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, I get away with that as well. <laughs> yeah, but I think, I think that's massive what you said. Like, you know, like, like a cheesy car salesman, like, like, like most trainers are, that's a, and most gyms are as well. Most gyms hire salesmen just to, hey, come in, I'll, I'll let you offer your initiation fee if you just sign up for a 12-month contract yeah, and all that bullshit. Can't do it. Yeah, can't I used do to do train it. at Gold's Gym down in Torrance. That's all yeah. I got, yeah. <sighs> I'd be on the treadmill and we just... Every five minutes as a trainer coming oh looking at my numbers and oh maybe you should work to just leave me alone. Yeah. Yeah. That was the same at that gym I worked at. It was just that I just couldn't it weren't what I, I was meant to do. I think so. with that style of uh, you know picking up clients, you, you develop so much trust that referrals become such a huge thing for you. I think it and will be. I mean you've been here six months, but I think referrals are gonna be massive for you mm-hmm. because you really build up trust and, and that relationship with people and once you have that, they trust to, to bring in some of their friends Definitely, and yeah. referrals f- for you to work with too. So I think that's a that's going to be a massive thing for you down yeah. the line. Yeah, and, I, and as well, I don't think it's just because you're learning names and just because you're learning the dog's names, like you said, <laughs> but it's, it's more of your work ethic as well. Like you stand out, you're in, you're in the class and, or you're in the gym and people can see, wow, that guy works, or that guy's passionate, you know, and I, and that, that stands out like a sore thumb in, in this industry where someone's passionate and you can see that you really want to be here. You know, that's kind of why I think, Glenn, you're doing so well in the training as well because you can see like you're in here and you want to, and you want to be here, you love being here. Right. You know, and I think that yeah, goes a long definitely. way. Clients see that. Uh, clients see it, but then they're more likely to come and talk to you after and pick your brains about things. Like, you know, like after a class, people be like, oh, I've got a, I'm feeling my hip. Like, what's a good stretch for that? Yeah, yeah. they're going to come and act, you know pick your brains and definitely and tap into your knowledge, which is invaluable. Yeah, yeah, definitely, mate. So, what what would you say your training? I can't say this word niche niche. What is it? Kev? There's so many niche. ways to say it. In England, it. we niche. say niche. niche. Oh, really? They say niche. 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 Is it? I've yeah. heard, I've heard think, both. Yeah. What's your niche? <laughs> my niche. <laughs> niche. What's your niche? <laughs> In, in England, we're just stupid. We just think, like, we get a French word and we're like, oh, we have to go. <laughs> That's our word. Now. Niche. Like, it's like, <laughs> Posh. Niche. Americans have got it down. It's just niche. Just niche. Say it. <laughs> just N-I- say what it's N-I-T-C-H, not N-I-C-H-E. Yeah. Niche. Uh, well, my niche or my niche, or however you say it, um, I'd say it's probably more towards injury prevention, athlete performance and stuff like that. I can see you, Glenn, when I see you train people. I see myself training people similar way to what you do. Um, like I said before, it's kind of like learning the fundamentals, making sure that you're, you're balanced, you're, every muscle's working the same yeah. and stuff like that. Um, like if someone's got a weakness in the in the right quad, do some unilateral work, yeah. like single leg squats, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just making sure that they're working properly and the body's working properly. Yeah. Avoiding the imbalances, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love that. I love that. So one question that I think is what people will get the most from out of all these questions I want to ask you, which is 
and Kev, I'll get your answer on this, and Glenn, I'll get your answer on this as well, is where would you see you, you get your best source of education from? Now, because um, obviously the, the fitness industry is changing all the time and new things are coming out. So how do you keep up to speed and keep yourself prepared for that shit? To be fair, I, because, because I went to university and I kind of had like that, um, we had a lot of scientific journals and stuff like that that we had to do for essays and everything like that. We had to write reports and everything. Um, so I, I, I get a lot from my, from journals from uh, scientific journals. Mm -hmm. So basically what they do is like studies, they test like so many participants in a study, see if, if this exercise works, if it doesn't work. And then what tends to happen is, is when you read your, your men's health magazines and your, your men's fitness and stuff like that, that goes to that. So basically I get right. it. I get it from like the university, the, from the, the academics, source. from the source before mm -hmm. it gets to the magazine. You still but, do that now? I still do that now, yeah, yeah. I um, I, I follow a, um, it's, it's called Strength and Conditioning Journal. Um, it's more public access now, so basically anybody can access it. It's like a, a magazine membership. Yeah. Um, but that's where I get all my like sure. information from. And then basically I, uh, I'll go on Instagram as well, just looking at um, like strength and conditioning coaches and stuff like that. I, I follow a couple of guys. I, I told you a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and, uh, there's a guy called Andreas Spina. Um, it does a lot on like functional movement stuff, um, yeah. making sure that your joints, like you can be flexible, but working in that end range, a lot of people aren't strong in that end range. So what he kind of does is he, he makes you strong in that end range. So it's basically everything loose, but getting everything strong at the same time. Yeah. So there's a few people I follow on Instagram on there, um, but social media is massive for it, though, yeah. isn't it? Like watching videos and. Right. I get from. It's just like about making sources. smart choices with social media. I think. Yeah. I think a lot yeah. of trainers probably just follow like someone who just does a bunch of exercises, sure. like some yeah. bird with a big ass doing some <laughs> squats and some resistance band stuff, and they see that as like their education. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, you can, can do see, that yeah, you can see you know. creative creative stuff all over the internet, but it's a matter of do you know how to coach it and do you know what the mechanics are and what you know what the proper theory is behind the, each exercise. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's key. Like. If if you've got someone doing a TRX hike with the Bosu ball, but you know they you know their hips are you know you got the flexion of the spine, the hips are sinking, the, you know the, the arms way out in front of them. It's, yeah. it's, sure, there's creativity there, but like, do you understand why we're doing all, why all of these modalities are being mixed into one? Definitely. And like, can is that client ready to do that? You know? Exactly. So, Glenn, where would you see your best sources? I'd say similar to Josh. I do I do follow a lot of sources on Twitter. Like the NSCA, they're yep. always publishing uh, studies and. Well, that's what a lot of the research. journals are from. Exactly, from yeah, there, yeah. yeah. That's a great source. So I get notifications when they come out with new studies. There's a few people on Instagram. There's a guy called uh, Chris Beardsley, who has a, a website called strengthandconditioningresearch.com, and all he does is on his page is just post studies, and what the goal of the study was and what the findings were in one diagram. Yeah, so it's just a want. snapshot of research, which is really good. Mm -hmm. So I think. That that's where I kind of go to online is just look for experts and pe people who are influencers influencers within the fitness industry. Yeah, like Exos is a great company. I follow them really closely. They've got a great education program, like speed and agility work, strength and conditioning performance. Yeah, I love all that. Love all that. Mm -hmm. As far as like the more outside the box type stuff with like on it and you know the mind pump guys and people like that are always I'm always up to speed on what they're talking about. Yeah. 
then I think just being in the gym day to day and seeing so many different sessions going on and seeing so many different styles of training and just having conversations with our trainers, mm-hmm. outside trainers, whoever, you know, members and just talking about it and being around it all day is constantly yeah, fueling my yeah. my education and my passion for it. So Kev? Yeah, I'd agree with all of that. I mean I've I've I had I hate to say it, but because you know we deal with so much more business stuff now, I don't I've not been able to spend right. as much time on it, but um, the scholarly, the journals, you know, with trusted sources and reliable sources, you always got to know who the source is mm. and you're not, you know, cause there's on the internet, people can put it, anybody can post things out there. You just got to make sure that they, yeah. that it's a trusted source. But, uh, my favorite, my, I like doing things hands on you can read all day and I think you can get a lot of, um, uh, great information doing it that way. But I think doing these continued education courses through on it, through TRX, you mentioned Exos. I know they do some. Um, Perform Better does some stuff, and it's it's maybe not as much hands-on, a lot of, a lot of lecturing. But I think, uh, and I went to some great seminars with uh, with my mentor, Todd Forcier, as well. But I think that, for me, is the biggest thing. Right. And even if you go somewhere and experience a bad one, I think there's a lot to be said and a lot to be learned from yeah. those, too, because now you know what was bad and what not to do, and it reinforces the things that are good. And Totally. Uh, but TR, some of the TRX courses and Onnit courses have been my, my absolute favorite. Yeah. Uh, the TRX courses are great because, yeah, they show you how to use a suspension trainer, how to use a few other modalities, but they, they really drive home just the absolute basics. Yeah, they're all uh, about form and, yeah, exactly. and technique and the yeah. reasons for doing things. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that course. Oh, you'll love it. It's going to be good. It's really I good think course. my method of getting information is better than all your three and it's <laughs> easier because what I do, I let Josh read all these books, I let Glenn <laughs> do all this other shit and, and then what I do, I just see you doing the gym and I copy it. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> three <laughs> times a week. $300 an hour. Three times a week. Or I'll come and say, Glenn, uh, uh, how do you do that one? And he'll, he'll show that. Like, all right, nice. You come in two hours later, and we kind of be doing the exact same exercise. <laughs> I know, like, I saw boom. you the other day in gym <laughs> when you were hey, training that client. Yeah. Hey, Josh, is there a quote that you live by? Um, I I basically live by just be yourself. Like right. every day, just like, I I don't really like come to like peer pressure and stuff like that. I kind of like just go with the flow on what I want to do. I know it sounds a little bit selfish, but um. I, yeah, it's just be yourself. Be yourself. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's great. I think that's why that's why you're successful, especially in, in this town. There's a lot of, there is a lot of fake people. There really is. Uh, I mean, there's loads of really nice people, loads of great people, but you, you come across some fake people. So being being genuine out here and, and being yourself and being funny and, and all that, I think that goes a, a long, long way in, yeah, in this it's, town. It's like we've got like... Um, like we've got different trainers here, we've got different styles, got different personalities. Like they do as well as, as I do, um, yeah. but their different methods and how they train and how they act and stuff like that. I feel just like just, just be yourself. Just Would you say your personality is better than Glenn's? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best. That's the best question of the podcast. Where do you where do you see the fitness industry going? Where do you think it's going to go? Um, so it changes all the time. I'm sure since you've done your degree, well, I think, it's changed. I think technology's got a big play in it. Right. Um, obviously, like with people monitoring everything that they do now, like you've got a watch on now, like heart rate, blood pressure, everything like that. Everyone's training smarter now. Yeah. So basically, you're seeing results. You're seeing, you know when to like peak your training. You know when to rest. He even tells you when to sleep and stuff like that now. Tells you when to breathe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> stuff like that. breathe. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> but... <laughs> I um, 
when I, I, I was a strength and conditioning coach for an ice hockey team back in, in England. I used to do the spin classes there. Um, well, it was, like, it, was, it was cardio session, but we went on the bikes, obviously. Yeah. Um, a bit less pressure on the knees and stuff like that. Um, but at the gym that I worked at, it was AIS where you used oh, to yeah. train. Um, yeah. They had a big massive screen up and basically in the screen was like they could, you could put anywhere. You could be anywhere. So basically you could put a screen on, it'd be Las Vegas or it could be in the mountains or in the desert. And basically, surround sound and you're riding and they're not in the gym. So That's I think it's going to go like, like 3D reality, virtual reality. I think it's going to go that way. I know like a few gyms do it now, but I think... Put a screen up and they're in a ring, in a boxing ring. Yeah. Interesting. But it's like sports teams use it now, like um, like NFL players. Quarterbacks use it like to train the peripheral field and stuff right, like that. Right. Just so it's like, I think it'll be more to do with like coordination and... I have a question for you. What do you think of online training? Like personal trainers offering up online sessions to clients through the web? What in, in just just as a just model online. just as a model in the future of it? Because I've seen a couple of trainers and companies trying it out and I don't really think it's took off yet. I don't really think it's that, um, that I don't think I it's think I think people like to interact with people. Do you know what that's like, what I think? You want hands on with your, your yeah. trainer. Like yeah. I, I can see it working in, in terms of like if all you want is the information, but yeah. in terms of like face to face getting Experience. like yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it comes down to marketing. Like like we talked about before, P ninety X, the multi million dollar company, and all them are DVDs. It's They're not even it. it's not even as personable as what you're talking about as a live coach. These group sessions, yeah. but it's a one time fee. It's not a subscription. You buy a DVD for thirty, forty, fifty bucks, whatever it is, and then. 75% of those never even open yeah. the box. <laughs> but I bet, That's I, how they make so much yeah. money. I bet it would be a, a much easier way to market a, a live trainer to these people who's buying that uh, P90X as it would have been uh, to, to promote a DVD. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. The, the price probably... It, it, it's kind of frustrating to me because I feel like why... It's, it seems like a no-brainer. Like why is this not already huge and, and yeah. a, a no-brainer for trainers to be doing it? But the the online training sessions that I've come across or tried and seen out there, the examples that exist out there, I'm, I'm not sold on it. It just doesn't seem yeah. valuable for some reason. I don't know. What you were just talking about there about the projection screens in the cycling place, when I trained at the Rock Gym down in Carson, they done this thing that I've never seen before, and it was a projection. What they, what they do, they get a video. Let's say if I'm fighting an opponent, they get the video of that opponent in a fight. They would remove their opponent from the video so it was just him now they put a big projection on the screen full size so it's the same size as let's say me like a six foot six foot figure and then you would shadow box against this opponent on the wall do you know what i mean so that's there you're there uh, and the benefits of that is, i think that there's a lot of benefits from that like you, you can see what your opponent's going to do what, what he does before he throws a punch, how his feet move after when he's defending. You're saying this already exists? Or yeah, you no, it already exists. Where's this at? This was the Rock Gym. Well, so they, is it? Wow. They, they did it. They come up with it, but they never got a patent or they never never done anything with it. And they had that going when you were training there? Yeah, that, wow. that was like five years ago. And it was a guy um, d- down there. I, I can't remember who. There was, a, there was a team of them down there and they had done this this thing and you know i thought that would have got really big i'm not sure now if it if it happens or not but yeah. it makes a lot of sense for people to do right it's, it's real time and you get an idea for the speed and timing i think of the of your opponent as well yeah so I'm, 
yeah, I'm surprised that never really took yeah. off because really you could you could be fighting Roy Jones Jr. You could be fighting anyone. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you could make it into like a computer game. I think <laughs> a big thing of why this online training probably not taken off is because who who in reality who's who's the target market who's going to use this? Well, you you can say well it's probably the same people that are going to buy a P90X or any of those Beachbody um, DVDs. Who are they? They're the Middle America people who see this infomercial and think, oh, well, if I buy this DVD, I can look like that. Yeah. If it's online training, there's accountability to it to where right. you, it's, it's, a subscri- it's a subscription. You have to do it. You have to be, you still have to be somewhere every, every, you know, three, a couple times a week at a certain time or whatever it is to, to link up with that person online. Yeah. So people, people can't do that. That's why America has an obesity problem because people, yeah. they're not accountable. But, but that what, there, what you've just said, that could be the, the ideal marketing. These other DVDs don't work because you're not accountable. We're going to hold you accountable. Right. Yeah, but they don't, they don't actually really want that accountability. That's not, yeah, that's, that's not of interest. Yeah. But, but that's a selling point because at the time is, when, yeah. when they're sitting there eating the pizza, they're like, this is the last time when I have a slice of pizza or the bottle of wine or whatever. They're thinking, I need this, I need yeah. this because I can't do this. Yeah. This is going to, oh, whatever, you know. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. They buy a month and then they fall off yeah you sign them up for 12 months (laughs) if you translate that to a live setting it's the same when someone hires a lazy trainer who who doesn't have their best interest at Mm -hmm. heart they're going to fall off after a few weeks you know it's the same same deal yeah the the retention's not there um yeah i think that's i think that's a huge thing why online training is is not maybe as successful as it should be i think nutrition online coaching through nutrition is a little bit more viable, but as far as the training goes, I just don't. don't yeah, see it. Right. one one good example is what my, the Mind Pump guys are doing. They're online courses, Program. but that's aimed at trainers, people within the industry. Mm-hmm. No, it was aimed at both. Was both, it? Yeah. Both, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they have whole programs together. Like if you want, you know, a bigger ass, or you, I mean, that's not what they're called, but just for example, right. if you want a six pack or you know, then they have a thirty day program for that, which is much more uh, niche. I think, than, yeah. than just gen, general <laughs> generic online training. Josh, what's your favorite thing about Box and Burn? I've got to say the people, like members and trainers. It's like you, you, you find in the, in the classes that you get that core group of people who kind of come to every class and stuff like that. Yeah. And they all bounce off each other and they bounce off us. And yeah. there's that banter and it's, it's banter a thing over here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just like, just getting on with people. Like, we're all, even in the classes, and there might be like five or six trainers in a class. You, a lot of times, personal training is like, you're on your own. Like, you're on your own to yeah. make your own living and stuff like that. But here, you're basically working as a team. Like, and yeah. if you do a good class, one of you might get a client from that. Um, right. And I, I love that. I love that as working as a team. But obviously, because yeah. I'm from a football background, soccer background, like... That's all I've done is team yeah. team sport. But before we opened, I remember Kev always said we, we can we can build a community, a great community. And I didn't really understand what he meant by that. I used to just say, "Oh yeah, Kev, yeah, all right, mate." <laughs> but, but I didn't know what he meant. But he was all big about this community thing, yeah. and not until I mean we're in, in the wood after after a year or so, then I seen what you really meant, and it was like. We did build a community where it's, yeah. it's friends oh, and, and, and you really enjoy, enjoy being with people and learning the names and you know your name and you see them around the streets and it's just like, like a big family, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're in every day. A lot of them, aren't they? Like mm. six days a week. Like, Beast, mate. I see more than my wife. It's, like, <laughs> 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 it's unbelievable how, how fit 
our members are. We've created little yeah. monsters. Right? We almost yeah. created. You try and do a clash yourself. Because you're like shit, these guys are in jail. Well, that's it. It's when you like when you're doing the rings, uh, when you're working the pads, mm-hmm. and then they all come in one. Like mm-hmm. you might have a few first times in one group, and then you have a, like yeah. all the pros will come in while you're like, oh, I'm not getting a rest in this round. <laughs> 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 like, yeah. You got to work these in this round. So. so, Josh, that was your best thing. What's your worst thing? Worst thing. You never expected this one, did you? No, I did. <laughs> worst thing? Um, I don't know, mate. Oh, yeah? What's your worst thing about working on Box and Burn? Because he has these, to go on. Great answer, Glenn. Speaking for yourself. That's it. That was cool. No, mate, I enjoy it all. I enjoy it all. Uh, probably like in terms of, it, it is physical. You've got to be fit to do this job. Right. So it's like, in terms of the rings and stuff like that, like if you're doing... Like last week I was doing, I did six classes in one day and I was like, by the end of it, I was absolutely fucked. <laughs> like, but um, in terms of that, no, it's just, I, I love it all. It's good. good yeah. Great answer. Is that because you're sitting in between me and Kev? I know. I like. <laughs> <laughs> so to finish off, uh, Josh, uh, what is your long-term goal? Long-term goal is kind of what you guys are doing. Like you've, you've got your own gym, you, you're running. I want to kind of learn the business side of right. it now. It's kind of, I've kind of, I know you're always learning, but um, I've kind of got down the, the training side and I've kind of developed more on that, but I haven't a clue on, on the business side and kind of what you guys do. And I kind of want to develop so I can run my own gym. Eventually. Yeah. So good. Yeah. In Beverly Hills. Yeah. Why not? Why not? Why not? <laughs> We're in the land of opportunity. That's anything, it, anything can happen. That's From it. Sheffield to Beverly Hills. That's crazy. <laughs> Full Monty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so, Josh, if, if anyone wants to find out more about you or, or follow you on social media, we'll ask you questions. Where can they get in touch with you? Well, I'm on um, I'm on Instagram at Josh H uh, BNB. Um, it's underscore BNB underscore it's underscore see Josh is terrible at social media (laughs) I've got to admit I am absolutely awful at social media but you can find me there yeah you'll find me Josh H underscore BNB BNB yeah and if you follow the Boxing Life podcast on Instagram we will uh, tag Josh in this when we when we release it yeah sound sounds good mate well thank you for listening that was a good episode a really good episode and if you're in the fitness industry i hope that uh that helped you you got a lot from that i know i got i learned some stuff from that as well uh, remember to follow us on instagram at box and life and if you are listening this on itunes if you're an apple user leave us instagram on itunes when we get 50 reviews we're going to give someone a free training session with glenn six figure homes He's going to come in here and train you for free, teach you how to box and teach you. Even if you're a personal trainer, he'll give you some tips on how to become a better personal trainer, how to become a six-figure personal trainer, right? I'll try. <laughs> You'll try. <laughs> I'll do my that's best. All, that's all you can do. And as well, the business coach, Steve Krebs, said he'll give you a 30-minute con- consultation as well. So make sure you go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Until next time, I'm Tony Jeffries. This is Glenn Holmes. Thanks, everybody. Kevin Watson. Thanks, guys. Josh Ackford. Cheers, guys. Ernie, the producer. Hey. <laughs> See you later.